Just do you, so. Do you think you'll feel pain in Meta? Oh, bro, if they like introduce like pain receptors in the metaverse, I'm not bro, buying it. <laughs> if no, it starts getting no, to no, that no. Point. It's like it's like an optional feature, and you're <laughs> like, if you want to get thrown off a building, you have the option to when feel put, what it feels like to be thrown off the building, but it's not real. Straight up. Pound my nuts into the ground. And I you, want to feel what that feels like. When you put your glasses on, two little fucking uh, pinchers come out and they stab it to your temple. <laughs> but they don't drill all the way in. It's just a little fucking click. Like, <laughs> some black mirror shit. Yeah, and some like fucking... Like Dr. Octopus had in uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, it goes up his, his neck spine. Was like, <laughs> the little It's almost like off the Matrix. They shove that fucking eight-inch needle in your neck. Like, oh, you want to oh, talk bro. about... Uh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the tube in the back of the neck yeah. and they go... Dude, if that Put was all life, that juice in if there. that was life, I'm taking the fucking blue pill. Believe it or not. Which one was the blue one? The red one was the. Matrix. Which one was the black pill? Mm, that's the hard one to swallow. Right. I take hey, that one. Good recovery. I like that. I take that one. You just imagine, like, say, hey, you that, can. Take- that increases the difficulty. <laughs> just like. It's episode 142 about the wazoo. Oh my! We're here eating Dunch, and Donda Two's coming out. What's up, boys? Christ! Hey, uh, I want to take a quick shout out for our homies at We Talk Culture. It's Bird, my boy Q, and uh, Swayze, and they're just a podcast that does hip hop and pop culture, and they're really hitting it off. And you can listen to them on all uh, social media. You can find them on all social media platforms, all podcasting platforms. You can find them on YouTube at We Talk Culture. They're working on their fourth episode now. They're starting to make it big, so show them some love, right? Show well, them some love. Well, wait, say their name. Say their name wrong, right? Because they said our name wrong. We talk Yulcher. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, culture. It's good. Uh, now it's even. Yeah. You know, now it's now even. It's even. Right. And I was worried right. that right. it wasn't going to be even, but yeah. now I'm chill. No, no, no. Like it's a it's a turf war now, though, right? Because they're from Delaware. Yeah. Right. We're from Delaware. We are from Delaware. And you know. Certain things survival, survival of the fittest, baby. Hey, well, but shout them out. Keep the heater. They on, the boys. Saying. Yeah, they got yeah. a YouTube. Show them some love, dude. We said we wanted to start this Wazoo universe, mm-hmm. and we can exist in the same universe as other podcasts, mm. as long as they're in our universe. No, no, no. Right? That's what it is, right? The Wazupial mm-hmm. universe is the universe, right? right? They're just a planet, right? Mm-hmm. They're like a minuscule. Tiny, CX tiny. They're like a gas. They're like the gas giants, right? Yeah. They they tend to get overlooked, you know. But, but like in the grand scheme of things, when you're studying space, you're looking at the universe, looking at the scale of how big it gets, right? So we're happy to share this space right. with We Talk Culture, right. culture. Right. Um, but I, you know, we are both from Delaware. But I do have to say that you know, after listening to our album oh, are tonight, they from Kent. I'm not from Delaware anymore. I'm from Alabama. You're from Alabama? I'm from Louisiana. Born in Atlanta. Right on. Look, after I listened to this new boy, this young boy album. Right. I'm from New Orleans. Now, right. I'd have to say. Now, he, he now put I the, don't spend my night on Bourbon Street. He put the Creole in. Where'd you put your teeth, bro? Listening to young boy NBA, right? Mm-hmm. And you know anything you are gonna say to me from here on out is going to be no 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 no. Here's what I'm gonna say about the young boy. Now what did y'all do with your teeth? I'm gonna leave them behind with me and young boy. They recessed. You see what I'm saying? So like I'm all gummed up now. Either way, I'm gonna go eat me some crawfish. I need a gumbo. I need to wet my whistle. We got some complimentary zins. When you walk in the dough, I do be zinning. I think Alex has four Zins in right now. I think he replaced each of his teeth he's with using, a Zin he's, pack. He's using a Zin as chewing now, gum. Hell now, yeah. Zin. Hell yeah. Do me a favor. 
and start making a nine milligram. Fuck. What is this like measured in bullet sizes, <laughs> dude? Like, <laughs> god damn. Your, your boy is on the six, and it just ain't Let me pack working a nine right milli, anymore, dude. baby. Yeah, well, it's because you're packing one every fucking breakfast, lunch, I, and dinner, dude. Now, when I when I when I double pack, that's on twelve, and you know I be seeing stars. So that means shoddy. relax, right? But 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 Daddy doesn't want to see stars every time, and right? And you get angry when you're on twelve, though. Daddy right? wants to see nines. Just right, right, right. Like nine. you're Nostradamus right now, right? Like you're yeah. trying to observe the stars, yeah. But you yeah. can't because you didn't invent the telescope. There we right? go. Yeah. Keep going. Come on. Hit I'm just saying, wow. like. You need to you need to get some amethyst to get that fucking spy scope. But you know what? It also costs eight x lire, so I'm out. I can't do it. <laughs> Why don't you just bite a zin in half? Doesn't taste good. It doesn't <laughs> taste good. It's in your mouth anyway, dude. Yeah. And that's what I, she said. So I would just tonight, pour a whole bag in your mouth. We've got some good albums for the uh, show. Double tonight. cheeked up. <laughs> don't 12, say you're double cheeked up, 12, dude, because then you're gonna Thursday, get me nice and horny. On a and Thursday I don't need afternoon. That. Now, but what I want to know is more interesting is that who isn't double cheeked up like who's only single-handedly cheeked up i've been single cheeked up for a while well, but i think amber i'm finally rose. double cheeked up. it ain't amber rose up? yeah amber rose i'm coming for you i'm coming for you now our albums tonight like uh our boy birdman was saying we got two tonight we got colors deluxe dropped deluxe before the regular eh, by young boy and then we got pink is better by token both uh, new artists we're reviewing. I don't think we've, we've ever never done it before. Any of these artists? No, we did before. sincerely. Kentrell by Young Boy. That I was said, a, um, that was an episode that one of us was missing. That was probably the third, third guy. Probably third guy was mm-hmm. gone. Yeah, I mean, I sent Token with a Tech Nine feature months and months and months ago, but we never brought it on the cast. So Tech it was Nine, good though. Tech Nine raps too fast though, right? No, 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 no. no. Tech Nine is bumper, bro. It is kind of cool though. Seeing a dude, because I never really heard a token, so but I've been seeing him on TikTok, so it's kind of cool to see him break out of the talk. Well, you know what though, he, he's been. Well, we'll talk more when his album. Yeah, we yeah. It. But he uh, has been in the game, or at least trying to be, since like 2010. It's hard for a white rapper in these streets. It is. And it's taken him 12 years to get to make a debut album. Oh, wow. So he's, what, 14 years old? He looks so young. Dude. But it's he's I very definitely would have to say the social media has helped him kickstart for sure. Because oh, he was getting hot on for TikTok. Sure. I mean, I mean, you look at artists who have come up in the last two, three years. They would not have been able to come up Denzel the way Curry. they have if it wasn't for social media. Ultimate? Dude, if, there, if people didn't Vine, one day dude. flip a water bottle... And it landed upright the when they were done with that. If drop. that never happened, Denzel Curry would still be Ra- Raider Clan. Raider Clan. He probably would have quit music. You know, his he entire career would have still just been bumping threats. You know what? I feel, like young I feel like he probably would have died with X. No, dude. No, not the same. Not the same person. Not the same thing. They're not dude. the same people. I know they're not, but I'm saying like if he never Denzel got moves bro. different. Yeah, he does now. He's moving now, different. Now that he's talking about rada, 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 rada. He'd probably still have the dreads. You know what I miss, though? I do miss old, super aggressive Denzel. Oh, did we're never ever, getting that did back. Did you ever hear his purposely diss against Space Ghost? Yeah, How dude. How aggressive never. that motherfucker Oh, is. bro. I mean, I he's think... Should about, we pull it up? Yeah, pull Could. it up. Because it's new music to me. It's he's a new talk, hot single. He's talking to Space Ghost and... Uh, there's a huge thing with Space Ghost and ASAP Mob and the Raider Clam. He's pretty much a fucking... Flip flopper and just a shit talker, and he just he hits him hard. I think actually him and uh, XX hey, are in this together. 
Go by the name of XXX. Members only very rare in this bitch. Hey, tell that pussy nigga space balls for pull up. See, he doesn't even fucking yeah, hold that. Is that X? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like X. Fuck, road you black. Bitch, I'm hard as fuck and I'm about to fuck your cherry, bitch. Get in niggas or fight your battles, cause we know you scary, bitch. Claim you from the hood, boy, you stayed in I'm scary, bitch. Nah, this ain't no beef. This that easy and Jerry hella shit. Hope you die from AIDS. Fuck with me with all of this wax shit. Now I'm about to show you who's the real God of black, bitch. Ah damn, dude. Pause that. You want to talk about taking aggression to a whole other level? He asked him. Didn't he told him you better die from AIDS? Like yeah. he didn't. Imagine hold telling someone they better die from AIDS. Like, Not like I hope you die from AIDS, but you, you better. better die from like, AIDS. Like how much shit was going AIDS, on that boy. we don't know about? <laughs> He's telling him, "I hope you die from AIDS." And hey, guess what? Space Ghost isn't heard of anymore. No, nah, dude. dude he he was a big died producer. You can go I heard on, he uh, died of AIDS. You can go on sound, uh, Spotify, look up Space Ghost Perp. He's still releasing full mixtapes mm-hmm. of, of instrumentals that sound like 2016 Raider Clan. The man has like stunted creatively since this disc. What's, but, uh, what's cool oh, sorry. is sorry. listening to Zell then... Because this was as he was in Raider Clan. 2016. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is like um, ultimate. This is after his XXL freestyle. Probably around the same time. It was that year. Okay. So listening to him then, wow. I mean, just like so much talent had progressed from that point until now. To walking. Right. But like you think about it, like in then, he wasn't focused about punchlines. He was focused about just dissing that motherfucker. And right? just... Letting out that Denzel demon. Right. And and what's cool about Denzel now is that he knows how to set up a bar so furiously. And just like after the end of whatever he's talking about, he lets you hanging off of that whatever metaphor he's talking about. And he's so and he's still so nerdy, bro. I love that. I also but like the fact listening to that, sorry. No good, listening good. to that is just like, damn, I never heard of that. You know, it's crazy. It's probably some of the oldest Denzel I've heard. Right. Uh, what were you it, gonna say? It's just it's it's kind of cool because I I gotta respect rappers like that because he knows the space goes perp beef with ASAP Mob and all that stuff, and he'll um in some of these songs talk about ASAP Mob and don't fuck with yams and all that shit, mm-hmm. and then he'll continue just to trash you. He's like, dude, when you when you want to get some beef, make sure you pick a rapper that isn't lyrically talented because mm-hmm. you're going to be hurting i'm telling you that's like, that is so key dude you so gotta key. pick your beef so carefully yeah you do because yeah. if you beef with the wrong rapper like mgk like he picked the beef with the wrong guy absolutely right? maybe the worst choice mgk <laughs> could have ever picked mgk should have been beefing with like roddy little Rich. bean little bean or little yeah, bean because little bean i mean he did die last week right no he didn't die did he he did uh, no he was shot little bean was the guy who got shot at that little bean has an has a new song coming out this friday dude what's it called 4 a.m dude it was the same time he got shot mm-hmm. i'm about it you ain't about it quit lying i'm about it but speaking of mixtapes have y'all heard of the t wayne mixtapes First, let me hop out the motherfucking Porsche. That guy. No, <laughs> no. T. What Wayne, is this? T. Pain and Lil Wayne uh, mixtape on, on SoundCloud, <laughs> bro. 
Good lord. So this was the, <laughs> who the fuck are you thinking? You never heard about that? I wonder. I heard that song. Yeah, I don't want to go to school. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. God. So listen. So this was supposed to drop like 2009, right? Oh, and I'll and I'll tell you. This one song that's a complete fucking banger that if it did drop 2009, I mean, just would have straight, went straight to the fucking top. But Head it, of its time. It never, yeah, it never was released until 2017, and it's on SoundCloud. I wonder Jake. why. What's it called? Listen to Me by T-Pain and Lil Wayne. Ooh. 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 This dropped 2017. And completely fell under the radar. I just found this like the other day. T Pain has got bars, bars. Hey, they say they did it before Wayne. The business, not like this. They trying to stop Wayne. Such a little Wayne beat. Straight up clowning these motherfuckers. And yeah, that's dude. not even Lil Wayne's verse, bro. That's not even Lil Wayne's it's verse. It's funny you say that because like, I always remember like listening to T-Pain just saying instantly, I'm sprung. <laughs> but then I found him on a song too. You can look it up. You, you don't have to, but it's uh, it's called Coke, Dope, Crack, Smack with him and David Banner. <laughs> and fucking David Banner. T- this is the first time I've never heard T-Pain without autotune. He just yeah. is straight rapping. He, I mean, he's and so he, fucking fire. And he's bro. the. I think he's the last verse of the song. You remember? You remember when he did the collab with Kevin Hart? It was Chocolate Drop. Yes. Yeah. Shit goes. Coke, anything dope, he touches crack, goes smack, hard. Coke, dope, crack, smack. Oh. Coke, dope, crack, smack. Just the beat. Yeah. Coke, Tramp dope, shit. Crack, smack. Coke, dope, crack, smack. Coke, Coke, dope. He keeps going too. He's shaking so hard his hat is going like this on his head. And that's what I'm saying. Like T Pain is a gem, bro. How come every time you rap so hard? Your hat comes Your body off. wants to go like this. Your neck wants to just kind of follow the rhythm. I was listening to a previous episode. <laughs> we were talking about how, like, your body wants to interpret the sounds that you're hearing. And that's why when, like, a bass hits, you're just, like, rocking your head. Right? Right. That 
is just got to be like it like universally when you're trying to rap, your hand is automatically out. Either There's you're pointing, about, like, either you're pointing, or you got your just hand out, <laughs> and you're trying to you're trying to figure out a way how to get around this bar. Like it is, dude. It's like you're playing fucking G- Galaga, that right. old fucking arcade right. game with your hand. You're trying to maneuver through the bars right. and say something clever. Like you cannot listen to Rap God by Eminem. Right. Eminem. <laughs> Dyslexic, continue. <laughs> you cannot listen to Rap God by Eminem and not go, every time I get about a hip, you know, like right. you're you like, just kind of shake your head. Like when I used oh. to listen to old uh, old Kendrick verses, like mm-hmm. Kendrick's feature on that part remix that or part. on the uh, Mask Off remix. Oh, yeah. When he starts rapping, your head starts moving different. Like mm-hmm. some rappers, you, you, you nod your head forward. Mm-hmm. Some rappers, you nod your head backwards. You ever think about that? Yeah. I never nod my head backwards. Oh, to take your head and it take comes from the back of next the time try you next time try like on some bars you know bump your head pull mm-hmm. your chin forward right mm-hmm. some of them reverse it take the back of your head right. bring it back like that's bob. like a different vibe it's like a bob and then there's some that you go side to side and you kind of JID I go side to side oh you know, my god you know such a side to side you know what makes me go side to side it's the what I please with uh, Smoke Perp but Denzel's bitch I do what I please but Denzel's verse always makes me side to side is that when he's like if I gotta get it then I gotta gotta stop it yeah I'm gonna stop up out like I got a foot fetish yeah yeah, that always makes you go side to side. Well, let's talk about Zell, because Zell put out a new single that I want us to listen to here and talk about uh, what we think about it. It's called Walkin'. It do be walking. And uh, it's he, a lead single off of his new album coming up, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. She got the He got the Bart Simpson haircut. Bro, he's got Lisa, like this. Lisa Simpson. The Lisa Simpson cut yeah. is strong with this mm-hmm. one, but he's also got like the Blade mm-hmm. fucking sunglasses, this big ass pistol. Blade anime character He's for got sure. like, the de- like the desert. The Blade Runner, or uh, what's it, what's that one? Blade uh, Runner. Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. He does have strong Blade Runner vibes. Uh, he's he's doing this whole like Quentin Tarantino thing where he's like got this whole, it's like a universe around the album. I'm mm-hmm. super excited for it, but let's listen to Walking by Denzel Curry. Ooh. This is like something I expect from like Logic, you know, like setting the scene up like this, something like very soft and mellow. This is produced by the same producer who produced uh, "The House Is Burning" with Isaiah Rashad. Walking with my back to the sun, keep my head to the sky, me against the world, is me myself and I. Like See right now, heads going back. Mine's going Let's go a little forward because I want to listen to the beat switch. Because it's not really a beat switch, but the beat starts going harder, and that's when it starts walking. Gotta appreciate a beat switch. It's more like he just flipped the beat. It's the same beat, but hit him with this. And the hook on this, man, is addictive. I keep trying to rap it, but I don't know the words yet. I bet you I could right now. Right now. Don't. (laughs) Don't. Clear a path as I keep on walking. Ain't no stopping in this dirty, filthy, rotten, nasty little world we call a home. They get Mickey's popping. Ain't no option for my partner. Side to side now. 
Ganja cop and blow it all out. It's all forgotten. Keep on walking. Ain't mm. no stopping in this dirty, filthy, rotten. Okay, I'm so excited. Is this a vibe that you're excited for? Yeah, yes. I like the Quentin Tarantino style, it. bro. I need it. What about the production? What about the bars? What about the delivery? Like, where do you feel like Denzel's so, at right now? So I think... He is currently at a at a place where he is coming out from this pandemic, and he's he's learned, I think, because because during the pandemic, he was kind of suffering, right? Absolutely, you guys agree. The man melted down on Twitter, right, saying he was going to quit, right, like not even eight months ago. Well, he did that pig's feet thing. He did pig's feet during the George the whole, Floyd uh, George yeah. Floyd BLM protest, and yeah. then he started going. Then Whoa. he came out with another song though. He had the game, yeah, which was like a weird, like it just felt like a loose thing that he just made, kind of like on the side. But he was starting to lose his shit, right? A bit, yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, everything was very volatile on social media, especially after George George Floyd. George, George. Dude, oh my god! Look, look, my dyslexia. You doesn't... are a cartoon character, dude. I'm just saying, bro. It's it, it does. I don't choose when it comes up. It just comes up randomly. Boy, stand with George Floyd. <laughs> Listen, I'm from fucking Brixton, all right? You're from Louis Leanne Leganistan, all right? <laughs> um, I'm just saying Denzel that... Denzel was melting down. Denzel was melting down. Now he got the pot, okay? Now he's making soup, okay? Not just any kind of soup, right? What kind? He's making alphabet soup, okay? Oh. He's, got the, he's got the noodles. He's got the potatoes. There's no potatoes he's, in alphabet soup. Oh, we have, I don't know what we, kind oh, of vegetable soup you have. You said alphabet soup. I said vegetable alphabet soup. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Vegetable alphabet Afghanistan soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a whole Mac 11 in there. <laughs> Stewing in the pot. But We like it, though. We're excited. Yeah, we're excited. I like that production. What's the right? over-under on the album coming out tonight? I feel like it's high. No. Think it's a good chance, no. or do you there, think he's waiting? There is not a chance in a, in the world that he's going to drop tonight. You don't think Friday would be a good wake up for everybody? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe there's like a 200 more Fridays in the year. Sure about that? Maybe 200 Fridays. It seems year? like a lot of Fridays, right? No, dude. There's more Fridays. Okay, there's, there's at least seven. There's at least more. <laughs> now that's seven, true. Seven now more there's Fridays. at least seven more Fridays that right. he could drop this right. year. Right. But what but I'm he thinking, just dropped the single, and the point of did. a rollout. Is to, is what Tyler did. Tyler dropped, you know, his lead you single, Lumberjack, Lumberjack, and call then he dropped "Call Me." If, he dropped the one that was you um, your, "What's Your Name." Yeah, yeah. What's your name? this like two days later, and then that Friday, album came out and like right. built off the hype of both of those songs. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, like, I think that this song just like breathed life back into like Denzel's fan base. It did, but I still think it's way too soon. I think. This was like, okay, this is the snap back into him getting into the game. I think he's going to release one more song, and then he'll drop okay. the album. I'm, I was going to ask that Because he's, he's always very hype about dropping an album, like when he did Unlocked, Yeah, right? Both yeah, versions true. with Kenny Beats. Um, and 1.5 was trash, though. We thought that. Well, you said you liked it. I did not. I liked the idea yeah, of doing it, a remix album. But it was essentially album. the same beat. And just like mixed a bit, but the mixed bits were not good. They just shoved Benny the Butcher in there. I remember you were you were hype about the features. Oh, dude, the Diet remix featuring yeah. Benny the Butcher. Yeah, I, I just can agree. I was. It I, just sounded so. I was good. excited for it, but then when it finally came out, I was like, eh, there was no effort into it. it. There was no effort into it. But uh, this I'm hyped for. 
Okay. I feel like he's not going to drop tomorrow. There's 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 not enough foundation with what he's dropped so far, right? I think I think in order for a concept album to come out, he's got to drop at least something else to give you more perspective about what the album is going to be about, right? Need you can't just more, assume it's going to be a, a Tarantino type. Need a little album. more potatoes in this alphabet right. soup, right? A little more right. George Floyd. Right now, there's there's a lot of uh, broth. Okay, we know what what's in the pot cooking, right? We know what's given that flavor, but I think it's cool. I think he's talking about a lot of shit that was stressing him out and some real shit. Mm-hmm. We're about to get, I think, like level. You know, if if Taboo was level two, Denzel, mm-hmm. that's scary. And then Zoo was level three, Denzel. I think Taboo was level three, Zell. It feels that way. It does because of the aggression. Right. Zoo went more pop. Right. But still hard. Right. More mainstream features. Don't in Rick talk Ross. to me about Pat. Unlocked felt like it was like an experimental creative thing. Right. This feels like we've then watched Denzel go into a, cri- a chrysalis. Right. Right. And he hung upside down from a beanstalk. Right. And then now his wings are finally starting to come out. Right. I think his wings are still wet currently. Though. They're definitely like wet. He's definitely got to get some sun. He ain't flying away right yet. Not no. yet. But he's he's getting them dry though, right? He's getting them dry. Yeah, spread out. I think the album after this album, I think that'll be the best. You, how are you out. thinking two albums ahead? Dude? I'm just I'm just you're saying. so weird. All right, um, <laughs> what's next? Do you want to do Bobby Bunch's yeah. news? Oh, let me get my phone. Featuring a new intro the song. The new intro, this week. baby. Delinquent Habits, Return of the Trace. This, this is. Bobby Bunchik's news. Fuck what you heard. See, look, now my shoulders are moving, not my head. That's different. Ay, cabrón, cabrón. Es capaz, es capaz, es fuego, es fuego. Hand me a corona. Come in the This is Okay. Bobby. So, here it is. <laughs> Kanye West announces a new album, Donda 2, produced by Future. When does it drop? February 22nd. Because it's not going to be this year. Donda 2 via Instagram, according to the post, new album will be executive produced by Future and get released on February 22nd. Oh, that's good news. Two, I'm so glad it's going to drop September two, 27th, 2023. It's not going to come out on December. You see, you see Kanye, Kanye's so bitch, right? Like he wanted to drop on two two twenty two, right? Mm-hmm. But what he do, what he fails to realize is that we're in twenty twenty two, right? So there's a zero in that equation, and he didn't think of that because he was like, "Oh, let me drop on all twos. Hey, it's not twenty two twenty two. It's twenty. Yeah, but you don't have the answer, Sway. You see what I'm saying? Kanye West don't care about a zero. Oh, he does. Trust me, he's it's a psychopath. It's it's pissing him off the for way, sure. The way that? he thinks, he can just be like, it don't matter. There's a zero to me. There is no zero because yeah. I'm the fucking guy who makes the calendar. He's crazy, bro. He can he, do whatever he wants. He's also watching Pete Davidson bust on Kim, right? And then take his kids to daycare, right? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, what do we talk about? Excited for Donda or what? <laughs> I mean, uh, I am excited for Donda uh, 2.0. Yeah. But, I mean, because cause Kanye, the song that he released, right? With the game. With the game. Easy. That was good. And that sounded like old Kanye. That sounded like rough 
It sounded like old Kanye production. The it game did. feature was nice. The right. Kanye sounded like Donda Kanye. Right. Sound like some fucking. And, but the thing yeah, is, survived that crash just to whoop Pete Davidson's ass. Right. Well, I'm not saying his bars were fire. I'm saying the 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 production as the game was rapping was fire. Uh, the mixing when he was rapping just sounded like complete and utter nonsense, along with his bars. Right. He just sounded real butthurt. Because he is. He is. But. Now, you know, this album, how, I mean, it would be crazy if he just said, fuck it, no features, and it was just straight Kanye. Well, no, because he already said it's being produced but by Future. But is different, though. That's not a feature. That's Produce production. But Future, though. But I'm just saying, how know? weird would it be? Because, you know, Kanye does a, a little bit of both for his music, but like just letting Future take the wheel. And produce the album. How that's that's going that's going to come off crazy. It's going to come off crazy. It could be huge for future. Like he's either going to kill future, or the album's going to come out and it's going to be good. Now, how crazy would it be if he just scrubbed all of Future's fucking credentials from the album when it dropped? Like, yeah, I just, said, yeah, I made this in myself. Future <laughs> was pouring up lean in the studio. I told Black him to quit it. Me. He said, "Shut that shit up." And then he just fucking said, all right, "I don't fuck with you anymore." And over some petty shit. I could see it happening. Absolutely. Last second. Like, this is the thing. Like, if nobody learned from Donda 1. Soldier Boy said it best. If there's not going to be drama around this album, like, mm-hmm. we're all stupid. Right. Because he's going to lead everybody on. He's going to. The 222-22 thing. I bet you at 222 in the afternoon, he fucking tweets yeah. album 324-22. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. going to push it out. Or there's going to be some shit where someone else tends to drop that day. And he's going to be like, fuck it. I'm not dropping it now because someone else wants to drop with me. He's like, "Ooh, get off your high horse." I hope Drake drops "Certified Lover Girl." The same day he drops Donda too, and that's on a Tuesday too. Oh, that bastard did two twenty two twenty two on a Tuesday. Oh, Oh, dude, wow, so corny, so corny, but like also kind of kind of. You think we're sticking with the same uh, praise God type style? No, I do. What if he goes completely raw on this album? I would love that. Just straight up, hey yo, fuck these motherfuckers. I would love that. I would love to see Kanye like just snap. go back to rap, and then I, I want to see him snap. Nothing wrong with what he wants to do with the whole um, religious standpoint of his music, but I would like to see him not pay homage to the Almighty above and just rap like. You know, I feel like he's holding back a little bit. Tell me, tell me if this is a hot take, but I don't think it's going to be new music. I think it's going to be a lot of rehash of the same shit that he already released. Like, you don't think this is going to be like a yeah, Donda if Deluxe? He, if he's having Future produce this album, he's obviously. I mean, Kanye is like a centrist as it is, right? And he's very, very into his own self. Him, oh, yeah. Him even getting Future smacking his own to ass. produce this album is like... The queen of smacking his own is, ass. ...is kind of crazy. Like, why would he want to do that? Right. You know, because Kanye, as we all know, is very well capable of making his own beats. Oh, yeah. Could sure. you see them being in the studio just one night, just drunk as fuck? No. Like, they just finished... He doesn't do that shit anymore. They just, they just finished a recording session and they're chilling. It's like 4 a.m., and like the night's winding down and Kanye's sitting across the studio from Future and they they just finished like someone told a funny story and they both are just like ha ha uh, and then Kanye just goes why you call yourself the future when you know I'm the future <laughs> just some dramatic I could shit. see him 
like releasing some argument video, like how he just totally bitched out Chance the Rapper. Said, sit your ass down. Right. I made you, motherfucker. Like, I'd see that happening. Yeah, but you know, Chance deserved it, though. <laughs> when he dropped hot, hot shower. <laughs> Fresh out the shower, it's really fucking hot. Ooh, put my that finger poor on fucking thing. guy, man. <laughs> Straight up, I mean. Um, he came off like one of the greatest hip-hop albums of like. Three Grammys? I mean, dude, Come on, Coloring bro. Book was. Fire. I mean, it's one of the only albums I'll call gorgeous. That like album wine. was gorgeous. It's so upsetting, because like. I was listening to Old Chance the other day with like 14,400 minutes and I listened to all acid rap again. I was like, man, this motherfucker was so good. And then Coloring Book was fire. I mean, I saw him perform it twice at two different venues and I was like, damn, this guy is on top of the fucking game. He was on to something. Did the Rhythm and Flow show and then he drops that dog shit. And I'm like, well, his career is over. It's what happens when you sell out. Like he was put under a contract which said you need to put out music by this date and it needs to be x amount of songs x amount of minutes yeah you get put under constraints like that that's not how you make art you got a 40 million dollar deal you gotta give us five albums in four years it's just fucked up okay so i'll give you three good ones and i'll give you two i'll give you a mediocre one i'll give you a terrible one because i'm out of ideas they do this all the time you see artists sign these deals because they don't know that they're getting royally fucked in the ass they take the deal they make one good album and then the rest of them they realize like holy shit i'm so stifled here side i have note. to just release albums to get out of my deal side note though chance the rapper is a self-made person though. he was all of his shit was independent up until okay so was that on contract that last the album? hot sh- the hot garbage was on contract okay it I was his only he, he studio to, album he had to drop because i know that he was all high and mighty about the fact that he's self-made on everything but he took a payday man okay he took a payday here's the thing right so like you have you have three categories and what a rapper needs tell me the three right as an artist you need number one and don't go back on what you said so you need money okay money you need time time and you need resources 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 as in like features as in like granola bars no just as in like production value you need samples you need Every everything that requires you to get time to record, right? So studio time, right, exactly. access to producers, resources, resources. He was constricted on time, right? Because he he had his resources, okay, and he had the money, but you can't get all three. You yeah. can only get two out of that triangle. You can get all three. You cannot if you get big enough. Yes, you absolutely can. If if. You're not Chance the Rapper. But just imagine right? winning three <laughs> Grammys and then that's your mantra is to fucking sell out. You know, it's I don't up. think he maybe knew it was... Se- I don't think he really felt like it was selling out. I think that what happened was he tried something that he thought was going to be successful and it wasn't and it flopped. And like sometimes it takes a failure to understand like where you stand, what your goal is, mm-hmm. and what you want to accomplish next. Yeah, so, I, think- I mean, I say look out for the next Chance album. Right. Look out for that shit because right. that's yeah, gonna I, I agree. Spank. I agree. Like when you when you take a massive hit like that, right? And it was massive. It was pretty. It was it was, it was terrible. It was de- it was hard. I'm to not watch. gonna sugarcoat this. That right? was detrimental it, to his mental health. It should have never happened, right? Nothing was good about that album. No. Not a thing. But you learn from it, and when you come back, right? You may you have get to out light something rut. on fire in order to warm your toes. That's true. Speaking okay. of warm and toes, your boy Two Chains and Dope Don't Sell Itself, he drops a track list. 
Hell yeah. So that's so, the album coming out tomorrow, coming out, right? Mm, or is it next Friday? Next month. Fuck me, two chains. Yeah, he should have dropped on two twenty two twenty two on pretty Tuesday. Fire. It's him. Two chains. It's his arm. He got seven rings on. They're all iced out. Wait, how does he have seven? Fourteen. Bra- he's got like two three. on one he's finger. Got two, oh, okay, like, a couple fingers. <laughs> he has seven fingers. <laughs> and then uh, he's got like eighteen fucking chains on his wrist. He's holding two shoe boxes, pouring out money. Okay. And he's got this massive raw cone between his fingers, just lit, light, lighted up, dude. He's fucking. That album art is so two chains. Mm-hmm. It hurts. So he drops the track list, and it's pretty heavy. Let me scroll down. So it starts off a bet it back. It's just him. And then two is pop music with, uh, I sent that in the chat last Friday. It's Money Bag Yo and a dude named Beat King. I didn't like that Hilarious song. Hilarious fucking name. It goes, three with Kingpin Ghost Rider with Lil Baby. Outstanding with Roddy Rich. Neighbors Know My Name. Million Dollars Worth of Game with Your Boy, 42 Doug. That's the lead single, that's dude. A, that's Free BG. Ten bracelets with uh, Young Boy, Lost Kings, Lil Durk, and Sleepy Rose. He's got Caymans with Sway Lee. I always say it wrong. It's yeah, pronounced Swale. Okay. I, but I said Swale last time. Y'all fucked with me, so I didn't know I was still doing a bad thing. Vlad TV <laughs> with uh, Stove God Cooks, Simba, and Major Maya. Stove God That's though? the fucking track, dude. And then If You That's Want Me To with for. Jaquez. The fucking Vlad TV is the one Vlad to TV's look out for. Stove God? Stove God, dude. That dude stays in the kitchen, He bro. doesn't... His chain is connected to the kitchen. It's connected right to a fucking cast iron right skillet, bro. Right to a burner, bro. dude. How dope would it be? That would be a dope chain. Just a big cast, cast iron a full skillet. One, though, like a full 14 shit, inch fucking 26 cast pounds. Just all gold. Well, it's, it's the cast iron, but he cut a hole where the, the pan is. Oh. And like, he puts the pan over his <laughs> neck. <laughs> And it's just seasoned beyond belief. What I bro. thought would be it's dope, ready to cook. What I thought would be dope, right? If he had this dope fucking collar, right, and then a chain down to both of them. Well, hang hey, on. Oh, 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 like, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, no, no, no. Wait, like, wait, we don't do chains like that anymore. His hands, but we don't We don't take chains like that. Y'all were on that train, though. No, no. Don't say trains either. They weren't on trains. You had us in the first half. I ain't gonna lie. They were making tracks. No, come on. No, no, no. We don't do chains like that anymore, dude. I'm just saying, like, that would be dope, right? Like, Unless, if I'm old. First, you say George Floyd, or however you said it earlier. And then you're, <laughs> talk- you're talking about chains connected to the wrist, bro. Yeah, you dude, need to that, chill. I mean, I'm telling you, I feel like if anybody is able to pull it off, it's Kanye. Completely objectively, <sighs> if it's made of gold and has diamonds in it, Yes, it's fire. Yes, it's fire. It's fire. It'd it's be a fire, it'd be a super bro. profound statement. The door is right there. You need to but leave. But here's the thing, right? <laughs> I'm not it'd saying it'd be so uncomfortable if he pulled it, up in that chain. But that's the thing, right? To make people uncomfortable. Hell yeah, dude. In order, hell yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> in order to get to that next level, you need to make motherfucking white people uncomfortable. No, hell you know, yeah, dude. just straight up embracing like that type of shit. And just make is it, it embracing it though, or is it like is it is it like I don't know is it no 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 is it too sensitive? Here's to what do I'm talking like about. That? I mean, I have no opinion on this. Okay. I am super white, dude. All gold, <laughs> full of diamonds, one piece chainmail with a hoodie on it, bro. 
the chain mail that like goes over the yeah. ball cap. You, you, you got like... but, but it has jaw strings in it too, so you can tie it and tighten it. It's, he's got that stupid fucking. It's uh, goes down hoodie. over his shoulder. It's down got down the hoodie. Chest. It's got the hoodie pocket in there. Hell yeah! Connected to the pants, and you got chainmail shoes on, bro. Oh. You want to talk about? Ten toes deep, you walking right. in the water, you drowning. <laughs> you ain't getting up. There is no drip. Because I mean, if I'm you get close to water, Niagara, that drip do drown. That drip do drown. I need little Uzi Vert now on on stage at Bonnaroo. I'm gonna call, this, I'm I'm call this dude the Nile because his drip's going up. Oh, yeah, for real, baby, that's some flow right there. Right. All um, right, what this else? popped up. Uh, Macklemore, uh back in 2014, News. when he stole uh, Kendrick Lamar's Grammy for um, Good Kid, Mad City, yeah, and he dude. won off of the with him and Ryan Lewis. They did uh, the heist. He beat a lot of people that year. He beat yeah, he, because of that one song. He beat out a bunch hey, of people. Let me go down. No, it was that he same love song that so everybody he was like, up, "He's so thoughtful." So he beat out Kanye West's "Jesus," Drake's "Nothing Was the Same," and then Jay Z's uh, "Holy Grail." It was, it was the Holy same song. He called himself a faggot on. So he he beat out four. <laughs> Four fucking icons in the rap game, and now this dude's doing like. Uh, All you gotta do is just. He's doing Hello Fresh commercials. Now. That's wearing your own chain, though, right. isn't it? Yeah, that that's is. really called wearing your own chain. So we're talking about calling what, yourself fourteen. A, that's fucking almost. That's seven years ago. I was in college. I remember how popular Thrift Shop we're, got. We're talking about seven fucking years ago, and people are still talking about it now. That it's unbelievable. I mean, you can even say the same with Iggy Azalea beat out. Uh, 2014 fours. Yeah, Hills I mean Drive. that's a that's a travesty, but the Macklemore one hits way harder for the number of other quality projects that it about beat out. How many how many songs on that album were like number one streaming for months? Like that song he had the, uh, um, oh god, it was Blood a popular song. Uh, no, the Macklemore song he had that big uh fat black dude doing like the acapella in the song. It was all like ninety three point seven. You mean? <laughs> Lewis, the guy who produces the no beats? Ryan Lewis. It was Ryan that one Lewis. song that was super fucking popular. I gotta look this up. I don't remember that song at all. I just uh, remember Thrift Shop sorry, and Same Give Love. One, give me one second. I Call just remember Thrift Shop behind the and keys then, of a message board. Yeah, but that's not Thrift Shop though. That's no, I know, else. but that was Thrift Shop Part Two. Yeah, and it dropped on two twenty two twenty two. Oh, can't hold us. This song was like. Number Dude, one for a whole summer. His it was song, insane. His song, I'm an American, is funny and racist as shit, dude. <laughs> Can you play that one? Look it up on your, the laptop. It's called I'm an American. I'm an American by fucking Macklemore. Thrift Shop is still like number five on his all-time streams with a fucking over 800 shit, million. Dude. They're dude, going to put that on a fucking vinyl and hey, send Macklemore, it out to space. Can we go like, thrift shopping? A bunk, 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 bunk. How y'all doing there, folks? Oh, a more popular actual Washington. I'm a proud American. <laughs> wow. And a terrorist fighter. That's right. Corny as fuck. Is this supposed hey, to be like making beer, fun bitch. of Americans? Yeah. Now with the day been lighting, comes to town. I'ma drop a deuce, swipe it up with this towel. Mow my lawn, sit on the couch. And this beat I'ma out. Some football. Jesus. I pray to the Lord the Cowboys win. Now the, the only song that Macklemore that holds any fucking holds anything to maybe a Grammy is White Walls with him and Schoolboy Q. Other than that, kick rocks. And that's dude. only because Q really yeah. pulled him out of the, yeah. the fucking woods on that one. Other than that, I just still can't believe. To this day, seven years later, they're still talking about the fact that... It was that Yeezus, arguably one of one of I think Kanye's best. top three albums. Nothing was the same. With Nothing was the same. 
arguably Drake's best. One of some people say. And then fucking we talk about Good Kid, Mad City with Kendrick. Lamar, oh my god! I which think, I just got a vinyl for eighteen dollars. Hello. Hello. Did you go to Barnes and Nobles? Amazon. Yeah. Hello. And it's crispy. It's crispy. So, but like honestly though, I kind of you know I agree. Such a decision, up, right? Because like, how can you choose between those other three? I'll you tell can't. you right now, Good Kid, Mad City. You you can't. No, but I'll tell you though, Good Kid, Mad City. Mm, yeah, but like, do I need to repeat? But thrift shop though. You know what? You've convinced me. Macklemore should have won. Boom, boom, boom. It's only a shame that Iggy Azalea didn't release an album that year. <laughs> then we really would have had a competition. On it really would have been tight, dude. Um, like her pants. <laughs> do you want me to? Bring the vibe down. Yes, bring it down. Well, let's play your because song Because we've been again. riding high all night. Well, this is the last story before the Acorns ad, so let's play your song again, and then I want you to bring us into the into the story like you brought us into that one mass murder story. Okay. okay. Hey, yo. This has been out the wazoo. Bobby Bunchakes, now. Let it rock. Let it rock. Let it rock. This is Bobby. What you got? All right. So I've been going off on a pretty repeatable tangent here with pretty sad news. I just can't stay away. So bear with me. It's a heater. I'm barren. Let me decline these cookies real quick. I needed you to go right into the story, yeah, though. Can yeah, we do yeah. it one more time? No, no, no. Cause... Come on. Come on. Can Just entertain me here. All right. So rapper Paul Wall. Uh, Okay, it's fine. Go ahead. Reveals that his dad was a child serial molester. See, like, this is what I'm saying. I, I wanted to go from the song, and it would have been great vibes, and then I wanted you to just go, Paul Wall's dad is a serial child molester. We yeah. Still time. So, <laughs> wait, let's do it. Wait, no, hold it back. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, fucking yo! <laughs> This is out the wazoo with Bobby fucking Bunchy Snooze. Let's get this shit. And we rock it. And we roll it. And we Bobby Bunchy, what you got in? All right, rapper Paul Wall reveals that his dad was a serial child molester. Hey, so, yo. During an interview Stop. with uh, FAQ Podcast, the rapper was asked if he had a relationship with his dad growing up. He explains, I never knew what happened other than what my mom would tell me. <laughs> And <laughs> oh, he had a dramatic, Paul, Paul, Wall's dad, Paul Wall's dad to Paul Wall. His sister he goes, <laughs> me and my sister were always paranoid that we'd get kidnapped. And then later on in life, I asked my mom one day what happened to him. And then I found out horrible things. His fa- biological father was a child molester and not just any child molester. It says a serial child molester. So was he like fucking um, Did he the get Fruity fucked? Loops guy? <sighs> was he eating the Captain Crunch guy's box or something? Uh, Dude, he just... A terrible fucking person. Well, when you say serial molester, right? I'm thinking like tricks are for kids type shit. And he's no, like, you're uh, and no. he's like banging the bunny, right? No, you're you know? thinking of like uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. There's a whole new meaning beto- between getting that honey <laughs> nut, right? Because it's sweet. Jesus. <laughs> he was cuckoo for something. So yeah. the article doesn't go into detail. of how much and how many? Probably shouldn't. He was eating that Count Bacula, baby. <laughs> oh, God. Chewy mama! But there's a... <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you want to talk about losing followers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I'm just sabotaging the story because it's guys, so hey, dark. Hey, we want news. 
You tell me report on news. These are stories that come up when I type in news. These are the hard-hitting stories that <laughs> we need to cover. Alex goes on Google and types news in. No, no, no. I literally just type in rap, pop culture, he go, news. He goes and on sad news. And types in news. I was like, I wonder what Paul Wall is doing right now. You just, like, I just had a feeling one day and I Googled, did Paul Wall's dad rape well, kids? It's Who's the Iceman Paul Wall, teeth looking like a disco ball. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Dude. Who's more of a menace to society? Antonio Brown or Paul Wall? Patrick Beverly. Wait, no, Paul Wall or Paul Wall's dad? Or, well, both of them. <laughs> Paul Wall was a menace to society. Yeah, well, he was eating the cereal and but his, his father dad, was fucking the boxes. His dad was way out of line, right? That's mm. some real silly goose type shit. Yeah, yeah. But he's he, a knucklehead. He's definitely a knucklehead. <laughs> For sure a knucklehead. He, uh, he's got some things to learn. <laughs> and well, there you with have that, the kids. we're going to give you that fucking sweet, tasty Anchor app. And make sure you'll follow us on anchor.fm slash Wazoo Podcast. Okay, so we are in the Wazoo We are going to review two albums that dropped in 2022. First of which is Colors Deluxe by Youngboy. Now, we dropped the Deluxe first. first, And that's how they used to do it, right? It wasn't always the case that you would drop an album and then drop a Deluxe to get extra views. You used to just say, like, I'm feeling kind of Deluxe on this one and just drop a Deluxe album. So Youngboy just went, went deep with Colors and dropped Colors Deluxe right off the beat. Now it's twenty songs long, hard hour and six eh? minutes, pretty long. You want to talk about Black Air Force energy right here? This man embodies violence, this and I'm not saying he is violent, but his music definitely has people. Hey boy, you got the air Definitely has people <laughs> pulling her laces tight in a basketball court and flagrant fouls for sure. Elbows are flying. Yeah, when Young Boy comes, when on. rebounds are coming down, you best believe I'm bringing an elbow. So let's sure. give a little bit of background, right? Uh, young boy never broke again. Kentrell, whatever the fuck his name is, I don't know his middle and last name. Kentrell, he he just is coming off the last album that he dropped from prison. Yeah, Sincerely, Kentrell. Okay. He got released from prison at the end of October in 2021. Nice. So he's been out and he's been on house arrest in Utah. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was reading up on his case. He got out on like a technicality, paid a bunch of money, paid to have, uh his own studio installed in the house so that he could record this album. And here we are. Right. So we got, this is, this is fucking house arrest young boy, uh, in all of his glory. Right. So he drops this album and I got to say, so I'm just going to go high level first and then we'll get into any favorite songs that you guys had. Cause I have a feeling I liked this more than you did Mm. only based on your, all of your negative reactions. I thought this album was like, it was interesting. It was interesting. Cause I, because I didn't think of Young Boy as a complex rapper at all. And that's where I will agree with you. Because I was expecting straight up dark energy the whole time. Like just fucking elbows flying. Right. Mosh pit yes. bumping. And then his first two songs, I was like, that's not bad. So it's called Colors, I think. Not bad. Because we're talking about the different the different colors of Young Boy. So it's like. We get a lot of different perspective in this album. And what's interesting is that what do we what do we grade lyrics on? Well, one Typically. how complicated they can be. Complicated how? Complicated as in like if he's using similes, metaphors. Wordplay. Wordplay. If he's uh, got voice dexterity. 
yes, if he's if he's using his voice as another sole instrument, changing his voice, changing his voice. So we got wordplay, we've got a uh, vocal, right? Uh, I don't know what to call it. Depth. How about that? Vocal okay. depth. Anything else? Bringing the heat, honestly. What's the heat? Like, energy. 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 I like that. And then also just like making sure you're on top of your shit and you're not repeating and you're staying unique with your bars. Energy on this album, I thought, was fucking 10 out of 10. Like, young boy knows how to how to bring energy and then also pull it back when he needs to. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt in that, for sure. Wordplay, not the greatest, but the man covers a lot of different topics and talks about a lot of different things. And he actually has a couple spots on this album where he, he fucking goes hard. He drops some bars. And then what was the third one we said? Vocal depth. Yeah. He's depth. all over the place, dude. He's singing. He's rapping. He's aggressive. He's quiet, whispering. He's doing Playboy Cardi noises. He's like, he's doing all crazy shit on this mm. album, dude. I was like, I didn't think that young boy was capable of being like, an, not experimental, but like a, a complex rapper. I thought he was just this like piece of shit right. individual who just doesn't have any depth to his shit and people just like him because he's aggressive. That changed on the course of me listening to this album. So that being said, what did y'all think? Well, big ups to him because 18, big out, ups. Big ups. 18, 20, 18 out of 20 songs on this are just NBA young boy. I'm saying his name wrong. Sorry. It is never broke again. Young, young boy never broke again, but NBA anyway. So big ups to him on actually just sticking with just himself. He does have two features. It's internet money and, uh, Quando Rondo. Quando Rondo. Thank you for saving me. Quando Rondo. Um, who is a number one enemy of Pooh Shiesty. Ooh. We got some heat in the fucking kitchen. We got we? beef. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it caught me off surprise. I wasn't really expecting him to sit there and dial back the dark energy and actually bring in maybe some more weapons to his arsenal, which I didn't think he was capable of. Like I did uh, the first two, which was... Uh, Long live and then bring it on. Was we'll switch I, it up or something like that. Yeah, I really thought. Oh yeah, bring it on. You're right. I was really expecting him to just bring fucking straight up, you know, breaking plates in the kitchen, fucking throwing the fridge against the floor type shit, breaking the house down. And I was like, God, oh, this is damn. actually not a bad lesson. Like, if you're here for complexity, you might leave, but if you're here to give somebody a chance, this definitely was a good album to give somebody you normally don't listen to a chance for sure. Cause like I started off when we first opened the podcast, I don't know if we recorded it, but I said it was trash. And then I dialed it back. Cause my first mentality is to always be aggressive Yeah, as is tradition. It, as it's, tra- is it's tradition. tradition. But if we're being totally honest, it's not trash, which I would totally threw me off. Cause I was expecting it to be. I took a lot out trash. of you, buddy. I'm you're proud right? of you. <laughs> Wipe you the right? sweat off your forehead, dude. You're sweating after that one. Not trash. Not trash. <laughs> Might be recycling. Might be recycling. But, but hey, that's trash. good for the planet. So right. I'll give big ups on that too. All right, shot yeah. zoo. Listen, so <clears throat> I'm going to say the um, negative stuff first. Right? <laughs> As is tradition. Because As is tradition. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, I did not like this album. You know, I, I really thought, um, first off, way too many songs. Secondly, yes. Um, I, it, was, it, was, it was hard for me personally to listen to this whole album kind of like one go how it normally is it doesn't matter if you're trash or you're amazing. this is a breakup you know i i had to break this up come back to it this was a snack break it was it was it was a nap time snack time what are you gay so 
but that is really the only thing I didn't like about this album was the fact that I personally couldn't handle it, right? But the good things that I have to say about this album is, yes, he definitely showed me that he is able to move upon the spectrum, right? That fits the theme of him naming this album Colors. But my main thought, right, about Youngboy was what he experienced while he was in jail. Because he was in jail for a little bit, right? Right. He served his time. September to October. He topped chartered in jail. And and I was curious, right, to to think about what he was going through in jail. Um, And I feel like him coming out with this album tells what he went through in jail. How so? Because I don't, I didn't hear a single lyric about jail. Well, it's, it's not about his personal experience in jail. It's about what probably he learned. How it affected him. How it affected him. Um, I can't go into too much detail because honestly, like the, I could not concentrate on his lyrics as much as I'd like to. He's fast. He is fast. And harsh. But uh, His voice is so harsh. But I could tell that what he was doing with this album was trying to convey a message about what it had been like when he was, you know, serving time. Sure, man. I think think you're onto something because he is – first of all, let's just clarify. Young boy – Never Broke Again, is a gangster rapper. Like, he fits that bill so perfectly. In the same lane as, like, NLE Choppa, DaBaby, Moneybag Yo, these rappers who that they only really rap about being a gangster because, like, that's what they came up doing. Like, that's their lifestyle. So when we criticize rappers for rapping about one thing too much, it's kind of short-sighted because that's from our perspective and looking at them and knowing what, what other rappers can rap about, say mm-hmm. Jake Cole, Kendrick Lamar. But these rappers are, are rapping about what they know. So right. that out of the way, <clears throat> it is, it can be a tough listen. Like yeah. for example, like one of the best beats on the, on the tape that I thought stood out was fish scale. Mm-hmm. But the rapping of that song I just really couldn't get into. Right. So like, and it, it starts right in the beginning and it's actually like one of the most popular songs on the album, but right. the beat I think is the, and this doesn't mean it's a great beat, but for the album, it's a pretty good beat. It's unique. But when young boy comes in, you just immediately, it's just like you flinch. You said Alex. energy is there, yeah. but does the energy match the beat? It can. I didn't think so. In some cases, it does. Like I thought, well, his production definitely fits him for sure. Oh yeah, it fits him. Yeah, yes, that's but him. No doubt. I feel like what he chose to rap and how he chose to rap that was not fitting with the production of Understandable. the Understandable. I can get you on that, but um, get with it. I think Bring the Hook also had a very unique sound to it. Um, and I think his rapping flowed a little bit better on that beat. And I think that's one of my other favorite songs, right? And this this is that gangster like somebody shit, playing right? the piano with their butt cheeks. <laughs> Just a real thick bitch at church. This gun was for the kill, 
See, he's not going as fast as he's doing old fish skating, right? And he's not screaming. But there's a vibe. There is a vibe. To some songs, you know? And the vibe matches the beat. Yeah. And I dig that. And sometimes, like in Fish Scale, it doesn't. It's a little off kilter. It's off. It so, the, off. The, so then you get that like visceral reaction to something. Yeah, but something I something else that I also picked up about this album was that like he he's he's become very uh, emo. Right? Yeah, well, there's literally songs on here called emo love, emo well, rock star. Right, but like before he dropped this album, he was posting pictures of him like pretending to be like Sting. He wears makeup. Right, the makeup and like. All that type of jewelry and shit. How'd that go in prison? I don't know. Well, that then this is what I was confused about, and this is what you know uh, triggered this thought of mine was like, how did why why is he going in this direction? Because if you if y'all notice, emo is like coming back a bit, right? a, a bit. It's coming back a bit and like fashion, little Uzi Vert, and like you know just straight up having fucking studs and Converse. Trippy, what, what's trippy the red? Trippy Red is super Trippy emo. Red. Roddy Rich had the album called Sorry for Being Antisocial, and he's all fucking dark yeah. and moody. Yeah. And, like, I mean, being moody, I mean, this guy was definitely not moody on his last album that we reviewed. But I like, thought that last album was not good. Um, But Emo Rockstar was an emotional fucking song. It's good. And hear it? uh, I do want to hear it because it's probably the only other song that I, I did like about this uh, album. No you know, like this one had. Uh, it had structure to yeah. like the song. Right? I think he's really good at I musical composition. That hook is emotional. Good singing. He's got yeah, that this layered voice. This flows. Yeah, I like. It's definitely not coming off like he's trying to out best the beat. Right. He's flowing and complimenting with the song, so that actually is a big ups to him on that. Because a lot of the other songs that we just talked about really sounds like he's trying to outdo the production when you're supposed to go hand in hand with the right. production and your lyrics are supposed to match that. But like Ryan was saying, it most of his songs sound like he is trying to outdo the beat which means he which really comes off really like shaky and you almost sounds like you're off time you're you have no timing yeah i don't i don't don't like that when when he when he purposely raps off time yeah but that was a nice flow uh, but yeah like he's he's not going crazy like he like he's a gangster rapper he he tends to take the theme of going crazy with his lyrics and his energy right Mm -hmm. because he always wants it a hundred but not doing that is always is better. Sometimes less is more. Yes. Right. So, Usually less is more. So with that, I'm going to rate this album. Unless you guys have anything. No, else you're to good, say buddy. You're good. Go ahead, man. I think I'm going to rate this album fives across the board. Um, I think personally, the production, the lyrics, and the overall energy of this album are good. They're not terrible. Okay. The only thing that is stopping me from giving it anything higher than a five is my personal opinion. And because it's so strong, I can't see myself giving this a six. Right. Because like there's, there's too many instances where I'm like, this fucking beat does not belong with this verse. There's too many instances where I'm like, I get, he's trying to convey something, 
right? And it's about his recent struggle. But like, man, he's got to like, he's got to take another turn or something. I feel like he's on the right track, right? But he, he don't got both wheels on the track. He's like 20 years old. Yeah, he's real yeah. young. He's so he's super young. young. Yeah. So there's a lot. And that's, of, and that's something I forget. But this is another thing. Like, it, it's scary a little bit of how involved with street shit he is. I mean, young boy was just one of these dudes who was beefing with Lil Dirk, King Von, those guys. And King Von got killed, you know, over this kind of shit. So it makes you wonder, you know, I hope young boy's being like safe. I don't know if he is, though. You want to go next? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of with Ryan. I'm not giving it a five. I'm going to say lyrics definitely a four, four and a half. Oof. And I'm going to go production, probably a five for me. Uh, uh, not trying to sound like a hater, but you'll, n- I'm never going to have this in my playlist. Mm. This is None not, of the songs? This is not my uh, style. You wanted to say cup of tea? Sure. Cup of tea, if you will. You know? If you will. If you If will. it has you. But uh, it's just not for me. You know, he's going in his own direction. And that's fine for him. He's got his stands. He's got his fan base, everything. But it's just not for me. So there you go. I'm uh, for the most part, I agree. I think that it's not in my wheelhouse. So I don't, I, I, it's harder for me to be objective when I already have like all these preconceived notions of who young boy is. But I got to say like be as objective as I can be, this is a growth album for young boy. And I see his progression in artistry and he's trying to be more complex. He's trying to be more well-rounded and that's promising. So like, I got to give extra like fucking bonus points for that. I think this album is more, is more lyrically and vocally strong than production strong because that's where the energy comes from. That's where most of the listenable portions of the album come from. Um, He's, uh, I've already said what I think lyrics I'm going to go a little higher. I honestly, I really do think that this, this is like a seven and a half lyrics, I think, because I can't deny how versatile he's being in the album. Mm. So seven and a half. But production wise, I thought it was flat and boring. So I'm going to go four for production, which is the, which is what's holding the album back for me. Mm. That's only because it's 20 songs long. Like if it was 12 songs long and you just had more variation in there, it would stand out more. But for 20 tracks, every song just kind of sounds like a they rehash of the one before. Each other. There's so many songs on here. Like you've heard the one that he did uh, with Migos. What was that one called? Uh, it makes no sense. Was that off Culture 3? It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to uh, play fuck, it. Fuck, I don't know. Because this song is a Migos song that went huge, but it ended up that Whoever produced that song is just producing the same songs and then just letting young boy rap new lyrics over it because it's it's crazy when you hear this. I'm going to type it in real quick. It's called can, Needed, dude. This we, song right here. This is just a okay, rehash okay, of the same okay. beats. But this has something that the other ones don't. It's interesting. The beat that... I just felt like the rest of this album was boring. So overall, it's going to be 5.5. A 5.5 for me, if but, you will. Uh, but uh, I think we can all agree on that. This album was not as trash as 
chance of rappers. I mean, Jake said it best. He shows a lot of growth and potential for his future, but might just not be in our wheelhouse, honestly. And maybe he one day he will be, dude. But maybe one maybe day he this, me have my mom. Maybe one day this guy will too. <laughs> we're talking about pink is better by token. Yeah. So, um, oh, we're we moving right along. Right here. Yeah. We featured, You're keeping the pace. We featured tokens two singles on the album on the uh, podcast last week, which was Boom with JID, and I believe we also did Chit Chat. And, uh, uh, was it Chit Chat or was it the one with Benny the Butcher? Well, I played High Heels for y'all a while ago with Benny with the Butcher, Rico right? Nasty. Yeah, oh, was, Rico. And then we did Boom with Boom JID. With JID. Which was we a played hot that fucking track that had your head moving side yeah, to side. Yeah, it was a good ass beat. So, um, anybody want to take this off or? No, I think you got okay. it. So we we go into Pink is Better. Um, it is 18 songs long, close to an hour. So it's a little bit out of what we like. But it's not a terrible listen. Uh, I feel like <laughs> shitting on it. Well, I'm saying, you know, usually no, keep going. There's, the, just, there's, a, there's a common theme we seem to come by when it's a song. An album goes more than twelve. Uh-huh. A lot of the songs start to become bad, and it's like we we come to this common theme where long albums are not always bad, but recently seems to be not the best. But this wasn't terrible. There's a lot of um. There's a lot of diversity in this album. Like when you, we have, um, sorry, I'm, I'm stammering my words, but chit chat and boom. Yeah. There's a lot. Um, oh my God, Ronnie producing on that. Oh my God. So Ronnie. it's really fucking bassy and it's super hype. And then they have songs like, um, be happy, not love high heels. Oh, not high heels. I'm sorry. Uh, called on camera where it's like more lovey and slowed down. And then it goes to the end of the album with like pink and thank God where he really starts spitting off some real shit, talking about his life. Talking about his father having a heart attack and living. Uh, I can't remember exactly what happened with his sister, but I think she was clean off of drugs. So this man has seen a lot and dealt with a lot in his life. And I really think he portrays that well in this album. He does a very good job portraying his life on this album. And it was it was actually really good. What did you guys think? Uh, Well... I guess I'll just start off by saying, you know, this guy's name is Benjamin David Goldberg. Looks like a Goldberg. Jewish guy. He's from Boston. Boston. All right. And he's only 23. Young kid. 23 years old. And he started rapping, trying to, back in like 2012, I think. He was just born. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, he was raised in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. And uh, he, he had always become um, apparent that he wanted to be a rapper. And, like, he had a lot of psychological issues. The mm-hmm. man was 140 pounds that I read in fifth grade. Fat bull. Fat bull. Lost the weight, obviously. But he, he was, was only like, three foot one. He mentions that in one of his songs that uh, he was working hard in the gym. Even though he might not know what he's doing, he's mm-hmm. still there grinding. So I was yeah. like, okay, cool. We're giving us a little inside peek of your life. Um, but he was always into rap. And like his psychiatrist just even said, this is the only thing this guy thinks about. So like maybe he should try to pursue this to maybe get shit off of his mind. Yeah. Right. Um, and he later adopted the name Token because he before he just used his initials, BBDG or whatever the hell. Thank God um, he changed that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he he really didn't have too much success. Other than when fucking he he had like YouTube videos, right? Yeah. And he was rapping over just mix mixtape beats, right? And fucking none other than Tech goddamn nine. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, really? Found this guy. This shit. 
and he became friends with Look Wahlberg, at this guy He's on who YouTube. began inviting him <laughs> over to his house in Los Angeles. 2016, he appeared on the radio show Sway in the Morning. That's what I saw. On which he freestyled the Lil Wayne's Believe Me beat. And he went nuts. He made that girl, uh, Tracy G. Tracy, In the yeah. tears, I guess. I don't know Tracy, if he said I something bought like you crazy flowers. and like controversial. But uh, he was on the show Wahlburgers. So he was getting a lot of fame after Wal- Wahlberg found this guy. And yeah. was just like having him on the show, introducing him to people in Los Angeles. And then his, his career just started to... You know, take little baby steps, but um, TikTok really helped him get off the ground for sure. But that's another thing I didn't know he was. Yeah, on he was doing a lot of duets on TikTok where he would rap, and then if you duetted it, you'd rap the second part, and then he would collab a next video with you. So he would just body people on TikTok. <laughs> no, he would just like rap a song with them, like this is what I think. What do you think next? And then he uh, eventually got a song called YouTube Rapper with Tech Nine, mm. and when that dropped, that was back in 2018. You really started to see his career with the social media and his music really start to take notice. Yeah, Tech Nine's a fucking chopper, dude. He, he's straight up. Yeah, and he definitely looks like he always has a pair of tongs on him because right. he looks like an uncle. Right, he does. He does. He grill a master for now, sure. I thought. Uh, I thought this is really cool because Token, you don't know a lot about Token. Yeah. I've only heard the Sway in the Morning freestyle, but in one album, I feel like I know the guy like a lot better on than I know. On a personal level almost. On a personal level, things that he's gone through, he shared a lot yeah, he in did. this album from like front to back. I mean, the first song, different. I thought it's not a listenable, aux-worthy, playlist-worthy right. song. Why? Because it says different 80,000 Because that's the rhyme scheme is different. <laughs> I know, so, I know. And, But he goes down a list of talking about all the things that happened to him and why that makes him react different. Right. And I just relate to that because like people go through different things and that's why they are the way they are. Like that's right. what makes you, right? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you play that song? Because it's a good song. Yeah, we'll play like a clippy of it. Maybe fast forward. <laughs> Seeing a good turn bad make you think a little different. You know who uh, I think would like this artist to drink a little famous. different. Yeah, Absolutely. Make relationship a because this guy reminds and me of Jake Hill. You for that, make you flip a little different. A past turning into work. He just loves white rappers. Trust issues make you treat a good girl a little different. But that's the thing. I didn't know this guy was a white rapper. Waking up alone a little different. Crying and meeting greets make doing shows a little. It was just like this guy who had been through a lot of struggle. Right. And uh, you don't get many uh, white rappers in the game, you know, who can lyrically, you know, convey a lot of what they're feeling um, like that, but also have like a lot of energy like he does. The the honesty that he brings out on these tracks Mm -hmm. is such a crazy uh, like juxtaposition to how hard the fucking beats go. Because Because the beats just go stupid dumb. And when you hear a song like that from anybody else, man, you don't expect to learn dick. No. You just think, I'm just going to move my skull backwards for the next two minutes. When I hear, oh my God, Ronnie, I'm just expecting to have brain matter. I was listening to all this whole album I listened to in my truck. And the 808s. They're hitting, baby. They were bumping. You were driving on Route 808. Yeah, play that chit chat track because that fucking song is definitely a bass booster for sure oh my god honey 
sit on a couch ho pimp shit intro to outro rich and i'm shallow spit like thinking absolutely I like needed a slump god feature dude just talking nonsense that's dude. You need to be a rapper, and that needs to be your kitsch. You just don't say words. You just, you just scat. scat and you start scat. DJ on the scat on the beat. When the beat drop? <laughs> yeah, dude. So like songs like chit chat, songs like right. boom, songs like high heels. I mean, even caught on Roll camera. Honestly, with the boom, I boom. do like Rico Nasty one because she did that one song with Earth Gang. Yeah, and, uh, it was fire. Yeah, dude. Uh, but Rico Nasty kind of pissed me off on this song. It was just like. Rico, I don't she know, bro. Like this song, I dude, thought she sounded she good on sounds it. Sounds like the loud, loudest motherfucker you see at the grocery she store. She is, dude. Fighting with cash so I don't know where to put it. Used to ride the bike to school. Look how far I took it. Oh, this and is the one where the eight away He just is really good at the at the verse side of it. He's good at making hooks. He's good at. The, the, he's right on point with the yeah. rap. Like he just doesn't yeah. miss a fucking he, he's, beat. He is missing something though, and I was trying to pinpoint it because, like, the songs and what you say, he doesn't miss on his verse. He's really good at telling a story. He even is ex- like doing a whole experimentation with his voice. He's very not one dimensional, but I. I think he's missing a little swag in his voice. It's swag. I think he, it's flair. There's a certain point in um, um, the JID track. I can't remember for some reason the name. Boom, but, boom. boom. And then Chit Chat, where that beat is so uh, uncomplimentary by the way he starts rapping. It's very... Um, it's boom. I know what you're talking about. Very kind of corny in a sense. It's like if he had a little more swag oh, yeah. in his voice, because he raps... This is the corny. I thought that part was okay. You did? I thought this was corny. But he raps. Oh, that was the hot part. Very confidently, almost like main character-esque style. But he's missing just a little bit of... But here's the thing, though. He's missing missing an inch off his dick. Missing a little bit of bravado in his voice, I think. But this is the thing, right? Give the man some credit. He's... He's on the track with maybe one of the best lyricists I, did. I think is out there currently. Yeah, right? I did. And when you look at those two and you're like, okay, some white guy from Boston is rapping with a guy from fucking Atlanta who's J-I-D, a goddamn baby. monster. Who's a cage, god, bro. dude. A ghetto god. He is in a locked cage. <laughs> And he swallowed the key, okay? Mm-hmm. He swallowed his own key. He swallowed his own key. He had to, I mean, Major this man key. is a monster, right? I Keep think going. that song, you can just tell the swagger as soon as it goes from token to GID. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, Is it an wow. accent thing? Like, should Boston be like rapping like Mike Wahlberg? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, bro. You know I what just I think mean? he sounds just a tiny you, you bit know what flat. I, you know what I think is missing with token? It's the fame. He doesn't have his fame yet. Like that, you mean like that X factor? Yeah, is what you're talking about. The, the thing X that would make him famous, right. right? Like he has a main character vibes, but he needs to be the main character. He needs right. an X factor. He doesn't have the key. Right. He has some keys. He has pieces of a key. Right, right. He's trying to unlock JID's box, but he doesn't know Ooh. JID 
eight kids. If you yeah. let JID out of the box, you can't put JID back in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one puts baby in a corner. Nobody puts JID in I the box. I would love to talk about my favorite songs. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, boom, for sure. And then uh, I thought Pink and Thank God were very, very good. Yeah, and then dude. Amsterdam with Benny the Butcher. Yep. Very slappable fucking songs. And the last <laughs> two, Pink and Thank God, were probably some of his best storytelling and so, saved the best lyrics for last, honestly, in my opinion. I'm right on with you, Some dude. of the realest shit I heard. With the with the addition of, I really liked Caught on Camera for the honesty in the lyrics, but same same exact favorite songs as you. My favorite songs? Yeah. Oh, my, you talk about my favorite songs? So, a little different, I did like a lot. Um, just because it, it caught me off guard with you know, obviously the honesty on this album um, that he comes out with. Um, it was it was cool because you don't have many rappers who say shit as deep and dark that he does who are willing to just put that out there. Mm-hmm. Like it, he kind of also gives me Hobson vibes. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Hobson was like a yeah. dark, and they're both missing that. Something that makes him he, famous. Hobson was getting somewhere, and then but he along didn't want the it, lines, though. him and his producing company or whatever the fuck fucked him up, and then it just became a a goddamn mess. But I think that uh, a little different was very good. Um, high heels. I really liked Token's verse on it. I could not stand Rico Nasty's part. I know I just, you don't I like had Rico. To change it. Rico. There, there were a couple songs that I did have to skip. Only because I, I mean, I didn't have to skip. I did listen through ha- at least half the song, but I was just like, okay, I kind of get what the song's about. Sure. And I skipped it. I wasn't really feeling it. Um, I did only listen to this album once. Um, but Amsterdam again with Benny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that Benny. Is nasty I don't too. think Benny went as hard as he, he normally does. No, not for he, a white boy from Boston. I don't think he wanted to upscale him, honestly, because oh, I feel he like should have. He should have. He should have ate mean, his I ass. I mean, JID too. brought his game. Whoa. Benny, I think, should have brought his game. He should have. I really, hey, I was kind of disappointed, to be honest. If we're all being honest here, right? And I'm honest. Um, Shit Chat was good. The beat was fire. I really liked that song. Obviously, Boom, it's self-explanatory. Um, but uh, I did like the song IOD with oh, uh, really? YKD, oh, Ja, yeah. featuring with little, with little Skies. I call them Skis. Skis. <laughs> <laughs> Little Skies is like a whole thing that I just completely missed out on. I didn't know about him at all until oh, he died. he's super like popular, yeah. Wait, I mean, what? He died. I did, really? OD, like two, he just said it in the song. He said, I OD. Fuck he died me. like two years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, or no. Yeah, Little Skies is dead, but also, no, Lil Peep is dead. Is Little Skies dead? I'm pretty sure. Well, he did feature on the song, so maybe not. <laughs> no, but they got Pop Smoke on an album sure. coming up soon, you know? I don't know. I thought he did die. But I. But um, the reason I like no, this song... No, he's still alive. Shit, Lost Guys is alive. <laughs> <laughs> I still Woo. missed out on him, right? But um, his this is Lost Guys. He, this is the guy whose side of his face looks like a burnt grilled cheese. Right. But the, the reason I like this song is because it reminded me of Juice World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that. Had big Juice vibes. Damn, I really thought it was a uh, little peep. I fucked that one up heavy, boys. Wait, Lil Peep's dead? <laughs> Should we Google that? Yeah, he's dead. He died Lil like Peep two. is dead, dead, dude. So you want to you you go into your, uh, your rate? I want to rate it. I'm going to rate it first. You're going to rate it first. I'm going to rate it first. Back blown out. No, no, no. Lyrically, I think, again, actually. I think actually maybe the album 
It was about even. Lyrically, production, I kind of like them both the same, but for different reasons. He's missing the X Factor, so the lyrics can't go too high. But in terms of actual content, very good. No variation in his delivery, in his in his using his voice as an instrument. He's not doing that, so he has a lot of room to grow. But his actual oh, lyrics are so good, they kind of boost up the other elements. So I'm going to give him a, I mean, I'm, I don't want to be too harsh, but I'm going to give him a six and a half on lyrics. Okay. Production-wise, I thought these were slappers. I love the fucking, oh my God, Ronnie production on some of these songs. Didn't feel like it fit the album so much. The way Token was talking about being molested, but he's got 808s in the back. Yeah, right. He's like, my dad's an alcoholic and he doesn't love me. But also the bass is like. (laughs) 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 uh, Just so heavy. The flow was off a little bit with the sadness to the hypeness to the back to the sadness. But it's cool because he was being honest. Yeah. I liked the beats. I was banging my head, but it just didn't completely line up for me. It didn't feel like it jived very well. Separating myself from that, I think that the production was good and interesting, and the songs sounded interesting and unique. But I'm gonna, it's it's holding itself back, so it's like a six, six and a half again. So this is a six and a half for me across the board. Um, personally, I think I'm gonna rate this guy high, but I'm not rating him based off of um all the other A list and B list rappers that we normally review. I'm gonna review this guy the way we review um our low spotlight artists. Because this guy's so new. This is his first debut album. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though he's got fucking G.I.D. and Benny on here, right? And Digital Nas, whoever the fuck that is, right? Little Nas X's brother. Um, I, I feel NFT like version. it's not fair <laughs> to rate this guy on the same levels as we do as these bigger artists. So, lyrically, I think he's got, like, really good, really good voice. Um... It's definitely not like annoying or anything. He's definitely talking about some real shit, obviously. Um, I think I'm going to give his lyrics a 7 and his production a 7.5. But overall, I'm going to give it an 8 because I did thoroughly enjoy this album. But like I said again, I'm not rating this album compared to fucking Benny the Butchers or like Who Brought the okay. Sunshine type shit. We'll come back to it on December 31st like when we say your best albums. It's going to be like, Token got an eight. And we're going to be like, you gave Token an eight? Right. J.I.D. dropped and you gave him an 8.5 or something yeah. like that. Well, I'll remember because um, I'm like that. I'm going to give lyrics a six and a half. I thought he showed very promising value to his growth and his future with you know how how good at storytelling he is and making you feel like you know the man. But as we said, he is missing an X factor. And there were some points in some of his songs where I kind of did roll my eyes a little bit, but it wasn't like, it wasn't because I thought he was lying. It wasn't because I thought he was lying. It was just like, I felt like he was already saying that. And I was like, you already said that. Uh, But you know, he shows very, he obviously shows that he's talented so I'm very excited to see what comes after this. Uh, production was better in my mind. Uh, a lot of slappers on this. Very mixy though. So like it started off sad and then it kind of brought you back with being a hype. And then it kind of, you know, lowered again. And I, I, I felt like if I was to mix this album, I would make it flow. So if I was going to have... Uh, you know, type feel on here. Like I want this to be sad here and hype here. I would like make it flow from hype to sad. Not, not like you're on a roller coaster with up and down full of emotions. So 
I kind of didn't appreciate the fact that it was all over the map with your emotions. You didn't appreciate it. But I did like the I did like the beats. There's some safe songs in here for sure. Just like Chit Chat's gonna be a slapper in the car, obviously. So I'm gonna give the production a seven and a half. Are you gonna play it on the way down to the Poconos? Giving this a seven. That's up. Are up. you gonna play this while you're up. careening off of a cliff? Roll to the city with the boom boom. All right, boys. Thank you for joining me tonight in the Wazoo for another great episode about the Wazoo. Best hip hop podcast in Delaware, on the East Coast, anywhere around. Major respect to We Talk Culture, but we're doing it big, right? right, right, right. We're, we're continuing it. to expand. Right. The studio like is the getting universe. better. We're expanding. YouTube incoming, dude. We keep saying it, but it's going to happen. Work with me. We actually finally have the studio set up to actually be presentable so shit's gonna be coming down the pipe look out for episode 143 <laughs> next week i mean what? straight up you're like a uh, like a stripper's throw man it's coming down the pipe it's bro. coming down the pipe baby <laughs> thanks again for uh for listening and being a fan of the show and uh find us on instagram and anchor and we'll see you guys next week